Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Mike Cal, the show. It's 1025 The Bone, 709. Good morning, everybody. Our phone number is 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Less than one hour from now, an opportunity for you to win $1,000 happening right here on this very radio station. Stand by and we will let you know when to text over the word and what the word is. Hopefully you will win. Right now, though, time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. With Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by friends at Pelt Shoes. Stop into Pelt Shoes for the perfect fit. They have all the brands, all the sizes. They can make sure you get the perfect fit. What you don't want to do is order something online, get it, doesn't fit you. You had to wait a couple weeks. No, you stop right into the pelts. They can safely size your foot, tell you exactly what kind of shoe you need. And right now, of course, it's getting a little bit cooler. It's perfect weather to be out there walking or running or doing anything, activities outside. So if you need some shoes for that, stop into a pelts location near you. Mention my name galvin whisper it galvin. get yourself 10 percent off pelt shoes the perfect fit also works if you yell it from the mountaintop sure <laughs> screaming at it either way you can you can casually say it too you can be like uh yeah i like these shoes galvin yeah like that kind of turn <laughs> yeah, yeah just lay it in there yeah yeah well, however you want to do it trust me it's gonna yeah. work for you uh so this quote i'm just sad with the way last night turned out who said that I'm so, just, I'm just sad. This was on, this was on uh, Wednesday. Okay. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. So, so I would imagine the Dallas Stars said that. No. No. It's, no. Um, it's something. Christopher Wallace. Chris Wallace. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sad with the way last night turned out. Chris Wallace, the uh, Fox News Sunday anchor and moderator of Tuesday's melee of a debate between President Donald Trump and uh, Joe Biden, was on the uh, phone Wednesday from his home reflecting on, in his words, a terrible missed opportunity. He said, I never dreamt that it would go off the tracks the way that oh, it did. I mean, who didn't, though? Yeah, yeah I mean, you had Everybody to. knew it was going to. I mean, you can't blame him. He didn't. He What more was he going to do? Get up there and choke out the president? You should have either, like Gio said, cut off the mics, or they have to stand on a metal platform that you can shock them through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watch that for sure. <laughs> I, just, I just find it hard that, to believe that everybody's blaming Chris Wallace. What was he going to do? You know, and he even said beforehand that he was going to try and stay as invisible as possible and just let them talk but you know if they're if they're out of hand they're out of hand yeah uh who is the next moderator do it we know from c-span uh scully's his last name i forget the uh his first name uh, and is that for the president yes is, i believe yeah, so because the, the vice president one is next you said you yeah, guys are yeah. saying next week right there's a vice right. presidential one which is not going to be steve scully is his name Steve Scully. Yeah, Steve Scully. Let's see if Steve Scully does any better. Do you well, think he well, will? There's I know a lot the next... 
there's a lot that you've learned from this last one. Sure, so. but can you control that? Can you put the bobcat into the bag? You know what I mean? Like, that's basically what you're doing without getting scratched. Yeah. I, I don't see that happening. No. I, I do know that the next debate is a town hall format, so they're going to be talking to, like, uh, the audience more as opposed to, the you know, their opponent. Is it, yeah. like, a virtual audience, though? It might be, but I know it's a, it's a town hall um, format. Kind of like last year when, uh, or the last time when Trump and Hillary, the one where they were all they were standing the entire time, right. Trump was yeah. circling Hillary. I think it's that format. Uh, Steve Scully is the C-SPAN political editor, and that uh, next debate for the presidents will happen in Miami. Uh, okay. The, the uh, vice presidential debate will be happening October seventh. All right, that'll be the. Uh, I mean, there's a lot going on that day. That day is the uh, coffee with the cop in the morning at Stingray. It's my dad's birthday. It's my brother-in-law's birthday, and I don't think that I'm going to be as excited for a vice presidential debate as I was for last night. No, and then I'm looking forward to the next. I want the main event again. Uh, the vice presidential debate will be moderated by USA Today's Susan Page. Mm. I don't know if familiar with her. Nope. Uh, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department has identified the man who allegedly opened fire on two of its deputies during an ambush, and he's now been charged with attempted murder. The dis- How? How do you think they figured out of that? Oh, means? man, they're good. They, they find little things. You know, they got the video surveillance. They pick up this. They go, okay, look at the shoes he's wearing. He may have got those from here. Or, you know, look at that hat that's from Dallas. So maybe it's a guy who's from Dallas. You know what I mean? They figure yeah. out all that stuff. It's unbelievable how they were able to track them, track them down. Uh, the district attorney's office charged Deontay Lee Murray with two counts of willful, willful, deliberate, and premeditated attempted murder of a peace officer, as well as possession of a firearm by a felon carjacking, second-degree robbery, and assault with a semi-automatic firearm. They're just putting all the charges on him, man. Mm -hmm. Most of the charges stem from a separate September 1st incident where Murray allegedly shot a Compton citizen and stole his vehicle. The 36-year-old suspect was found and arrested on September 15th, three days after allegedly uh, walking up to the sheriff's deputies while they sat in their car outside Martin Luther King Jr. Transit Center and fired at them. Murray pled not guilty to all charges connected to the attack on the deputies. His bail was increased to $6.15 million. Yeah, he's not going to. But that, I'll tell you what, that's some excellent police work. Yeah. And that is some ridiculously uh, horrible video to watch. I mean, the fact that they have video of that is crazy. And Oh, just the absolute malice and just, yeah. you know, him going up there and doing it. Yeah. Like, you murder anyone, it's terrible, but how do you do that? I have no idea. Uh, speaking of murder... Uh, did anybody watch on Netflix, American Murder, Family, Not yet. whatever it's called? It's about that uh, Chris Watts, who is in Colorado, who murdered his entire family. His yeah, I know what you're talking about. Wife, who is pregnant, two daughters, and, uh, you know, said that they were just missing, and then it goes on and on. Uh, and he changed his story, right? Oh, he, he totally was, changed his story. Yeah. Like, every time he was in front of the camera, he changed his story. Yeah, but he tried to make it like, all right, well, she heard murdered the kids, so then I had to kill her or something. Yep. That's yeah. totally what he said. Yeah. That's what he said to it when his father came in because they had him in, you know, the interrogation room and talking to him. And then he asked if he could speak with his father. And then he wound up telling his father that, trying it's, to pretend like, you know, he still was the good guy. Right. It's you know? American murder of the family next door. Yeah. Oh. It is really interesting because they have the entire thing, all the interrogation footage and the uh, cop's uh, uh, camera 
is on the entire time. Like as soon as he comes up and then they go over to the neighbors who has security footage yeah. and they talk to the neighbor and they're looking at it and he's like, yeah, really? And the guy's like, yeah, I backed my truck up because I was getting my tools and stuff. And he goes, okay. He goes, go ahead and head out. I'm going to get some, uh, his information. I'll just be back over there in a second. And as soon as the door closed, the neighbor goes, he's acting janky. He's uh, like, he, huh. he's fidgeting. He goes, that's not him. That's not how he normally is. So, well- Good eye with the neighbor. Yeah. But can I tell you, I feel like some of these um, shows are coming out way too fast. Like Hulu already has one about Breonna Taylor. And that, and I saw that last week before they even came out with their final. Is that the New York Times one where they have the investigation where the New York Times does all the different stuff? I think so. Yeah. I, I didn't watch it, but it's on Hulu. And Hulu has another one of something that happened this year, which I just feel like it's too fast. You're not able yeah, but, to get all the facts. But we, but they're not, what they're doing, Carmen, is they're not introducing any new facts. They're showing, they're just it literally it's, getting all the facts that are there, getting a bunch of pictures and some interviews, slapping it all together and going, we got it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not, and not I award don't, winning. I don't want to give anything away with this one in particular but he does wind up actually admitting what happened, and it is rough. Oh, really? Because he describes the way that it happened. Does he say why he did it? uh, Marriage. I mean, yeah. It's it's given in there. He doesn't actually say it, but you find out why. All right. He wanted to buy a jet ski, and she didn't want to let him buy a jet (laughs) ski. Oh, man. Shut Uh, up. Don't do it, lady. Uh, a Louis, listen to this, okay? All parents out there, please listen to this. You know, we make jokes and do stuff, but this is something that you need to hear and realize that this could happen. A Louisiana man is facing multiple charges after deputies say parents of a 15-year-old girl found him living in the daughter's closet. According to, yeah, Hernando County investigators, it happened right here, he had been living there for more than a month after traveling from Louisiana to have sex with the teen. Here is the rest of the story up on Bone TV. This is unbelievable. Check this out. Here we go. It's a painful reality. Kids can be doing things under our noses and in your house that you might not be aware of that could shock you. And 36-year-old Jonathan Ross Moyne definitely came as a surprise to the parents of a 15-year-old girl in Spring Hill. He and the young lady came up with the idea that he could just stay in her room if he hid in the closet whenever the parents came in. According to deputies, Ross Moyne and the 15-year-old first met online two years ago through a virtual reality social platform known as VR Chat. It allows users to interact with others using 3D avatars. Investigators say on several occasions, Ross Moyne drove from Louisiana to Spring Hill to have sex with the girl. Deputies say on August 19th, he began staying in her closet. They kept the bedroom door closed and locked. And whenever somebody came to the door, it gave him an opportunity to quickly run and hide in the closet and open up the door as if maybe she was changing or something. Ross Moyne was arrested Sunday when the teen's parents discovered him after hearing noises coming from the bedroom. Uh, Jonathan Ross Moyne faces multiple counts of lewd and lascivious behavior. He remains in the Hernando County Jail and is being held on $25,000 bail. What's his name again? Uh, Jonathan Rossmoan. How just old? Saying, in case anybody from that jail is listening, he is uh, 36. She is 15. Oh oh. Yeah, but look at that picture. Like, 
Obviously, you don't want any guy living in your 15-year-old daughter's closet, <laughs> right. but you go in there and that creep oh. is in your daughter's room. Probably you... hasn't showered oh, in a while. Lose your mind. Oh, I would lose I would lose my mind for sure. There would be a lot of ass kicking going on in that bedroom. Yeah. Well, I have to imagine that the mom found him because if any dad finds a guy in their daughter's closet, yeah. he's not going to jail looking like that. Yeah. 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 You know. How crazy is that? So, a big thing, the big takeaway from this is is, you know, and I know that it's difficult because obviously kids have cell phones and iPads and everything else, laptops and stuff, but they say to try and have that stuff in a common area so your kid's not doing the stuff by themselves all the time and, yeah. you know, inviting men from Louisiana to come live in their closet. I, I mean, that's just, that's so scary to think that your kids could be doing that yeah. and that they're getting manipulated by adults and then that guy shows up at your house. I, I don't know. I don't even know what. The, I, I I mean, can you imagine just walking in the bedroom hearing a noise, right? And and open the closet, and that douche is in your oh. closet. Uh, I, I wouldn't things, even know what to do. Two things. One, where I grew up in Illinois, we lived. Uh, you know, I don't know how far away from the uh, St. Charles Boys Home, which was uh, which was actually uh, mentioned on Good Times. They were going to say they were going to send Jimmy there, uh, but. Uh, there they had you know don't pick up hitchhikers and all that stuff and i used to road, ride my motorcycle back there because there was woods behind there and i always thought oh god i don't want to see some guy breaking out and i'm yeah. on a motorcycle and he's like thanks kids stab 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 <laughs> but uh uh people that lived in our neighborhood they heard something in the closet of their daughter same thing whatever heard something in the uh, closet and it wound up being a guy who broke out of the boys home oh yeah, that's insane. I mean, when I lived in Atlanta Lakes, I lived close to the jail over there, and I would uh, see people, because they, when they let you out of the jail, they just let you go. And they, it's near nothing, so a lot of those guys just have to walk down 41. They'd just be walking down 41, yeah. trying to hitchhike, trying to get out of there. And then my, my son, when uh, he was you know, probably about two, one or two, we, we left him at a daycare that was right across the street from the jail, and I did not feel comfortable with that mm. at all. I mean, they had some pretty good... You had to go through, like, you know, a fortress to get in there. But, you know, when they're out playing in the yard, what's stopping a guy from jumping the wall, you know? So I think everybody, you know, parents go through this. How old does your kid have to be to get an iPad or a phone or any of that stuff? You know, and it's usually probably around 10 or younger that they're getting that stuff. Oh, my daughter's seven. She's got both. Right. Yeah. And you got to make sure that you're keeping an eye on that stuff. When I gave my son his phone when he was younger, I said, listen. Uh, we're going to have this passcode, and at any time, I can look at your phone, just so you know. I yeah. said, and also know anything that you send, their family's looking at it. So if you're sending stuff to a girl, her father sees it, Ooh. you know, and I had a app that was called Our Pact, and it was really good because I could set how long he could use his phone so he could use it from 8 in the morning till 7 at night. That way right. he's not up in the middle of the night using it and stuff. And it was a pretty interesting app. Yeah. A, a, a app. It's called Our Pact, if you want Gio, to. What do you what do you do to police your kid? We got kids that are the same age. Yeah, well, like, once my kids went to middle school, that's when I... That's when I got them phones because they weren't at the school with my wife anymore. Mm-hmm. So I wanted them to have a phone. They uh, Apple now has, like kind of like Galvin's with the app, Apple has a feature now. You can go in and you can set limits. I can see what they've been looking at, what they've been doing, what apps they're using, the time. Like They really break it down a but lot. The thing is now they make apps that look like – like you can get a calculator app that's actually – that hides photos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you put in a certain – co- you put in a – yeah, you certainly. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. But they make yeah. apps like that, or they make different safaris or like yeah. internet search well, w- s- engines like, that you can use. 
Like right now, if like if they add an app to their phone, I it, it shows up. I get a text message, and I have to approve that app to go yeah, on their phone. That's how I have so, with my daughter. Yeah, so they can't just add whatever they want, but not with your son. Then, no, no, no. I don't. My son can can do whatever he wants, but your daughter can't. No, my son can. Uh, I can. I could punch him if he orders an app that he shouldn't order. I can't punch her. You know, mm. my son's so good. He had his Snapchat out the other day, and I go, "Give me that." And he goes, "What?" I go, "Give me your phone." And I go, "He goes, why?" I go, "Cause I want to go through your Snapchat to make sure nothing. You're not doing anything bad." And he was. He just rolled his eyes and handed me the phone. I go, "I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that." But I, I, the fact that he was just like, "Take it. I don't care." Yeah. was enough for me. Yeah. If he was gambling, that was a good gamble. Every once in a while. Now, do you yeah. tell? Do you guys tell your kids that you're gonna go through like that? You have an app that lets you know. Oh, yeah. what they're they going through. Oh, you don't just surprise them one day and be like, "Caught you on Pornhub for three hours last night." They know that I, I at any time I'll just pick it up and look at it. And at night they plug their phones in downstairs. They don't take okay. them to their rooms oh, into bed good. and stuff. I will be very surprised. If I find that kind of stuff on my son's phone, really porn? I'm not, I'm not saying he's never looked at it, or not, but he. I'll be very surprised if he if that I don't get that vibe at all from him because uh, he has a girlfriend, so he doesn't need porn. No, <laughs> no. he's got the real thing. Yeah. I don't even mean porn. Her phone. Yeah. I don't even I'll... mean porn. I just like bad stuff, you know. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I don't care if he look. I don't care if he looks at porn. Worse, I care if he's watching beheadings on on those. Oh, oh yeah, my... yeah. Like yeah. that's when kids become mental cases when they start watching all that stuff. Uh, but he's he's the worst he's into is fails, and I'm good with that. People <laughs> yeah. falling on the ice and smashing their head. And Love it. Yeah. I'll Love never it. forget the first time my dad caught me watching porn. It was uh, the what was it HBO like, Real Sex on oh, HBO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That porn. And, well, I mean, to me, it was porn. I remember I had a TV in my room, and he came in. and I turned off the TV as he came in, and he just turned it on. And at, when he turned it on, it was just real sex, and I was so. Embarrassed, I pretended I was sleeping, and he just went, "Uh huh, uh huh." Yeah. Oh, I don't. Awkward the next day. I don't. I remember the only time my mother ever busted me with porn. Well, I was probably in my like nineteen, and I had a porno on a VHS tape, and we had a giant wicker basket filled with VHS tapes (laughs) that were like movies that we that we had, you know, that was next to the TV. But nobody ever watched a movie in that house except for me, so I would just leave the porno inside the wicker basket and then one day i was out my mother called me and i go hello and she goes hi and i go hey and she goes we were just about to watch a movie and we put a movie oh, <laughs> i was no. like oh what was it you don't want to see that that doesn't sound like <laughs> something you guys would like so uh where i live i grew up in illinois and we had basement and my dad uh, had the basement refinished so it was literally like an apartment for us it was the greatest thing ever mm. in the world because we'd have girls over you know and i'm 13 yes. and yeah it's like my own apartment we'd get done banging some girl and my mom would be like do you guys want brownies and we're like absolutely <laughs> but we had uh, i remember young guns too wasn't Young Guns too? It was uh, oh boy, yeah. Young that, Buns too. And that and then also was uh, I told you guys that I returned a movie to Blockbuster and they called me and they go, "Hi, you returned a movie that's not our movie?" And mm-hmm. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, uh, "It's an X-rated movie." And I had put a porn that I had in the Blockbuster box and turned it back, so oh, I had awesome. to go in and exchange. And I'm like. Here you go. See you later. <laughs> Did they rewind your movie for you? Yeah, Is that kind. how they found out? Be kind. Please rewind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when we before there was like blockbusters everywhere, there were local video stores. Sure. Where you would go in there and they had the cases all up on the wall and you would go bring the case to the 
to the counter, and then they'd put the tape in, they'd give it to you for a couple of days, and that's how we used to rent movies. And I used to live in Miami, and they had this one that, and then right next to the to the counter was a little door, and you could go in there, and there was a little room with adult tapes in there. Oh. And, yeah, because you always see, like, saloon. somebody from the neighborhood in there. Yeah, they always had the <laughs> saloon doors. Well, or this, this had a full closet door. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'd, and I'd be in there, and I'd uh, see my doctor come out, oh, or, boy. you know... Yeah, or every once in a while there'd be a couple in there, and I'm like, well, that's the hottest thing ever. (laughs) See, ours kept the R-rated movies back there. They weren't even just like the XXX, you know what I mean? They were like the, if they had curses on it or anything like that, yeah. They had Superstore Video, which was on US-19 in New Ritchie, a giant video store. And in the back, they had, it was like a beaded curtain. Like, you had to go through the beads. (laughs) And I remember they had black plastic bags so because you had to take the tape up so people would hide the movie in the black plastic oh, bag and then, but you would know because they're carrying the bag yeah. they got right. a, a dirty movie but because some of them had you know like naked chicks on the covers yeah i remember uh i read about caligula in a, in a hustler magazine that we found in the woods one time always find it in the woods yep. yeah and i remember that the neighborhood uh videotape store had caligula on the shelf, and all it was was the head, the clay head, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, they'll never know what I'm getting." And I remember these two, these two fat lesbians from my neighborhood, Nancy and Nancy. They were both fat lesbians, <laughs> and they lived together, and they were both named Nancy. And they had a uh, a video store next to where my mother worked. So my mother, I'd be like, "Well, mom, before you leave work, I'm gonna go get some videos." And she'd go, "Okay," and I'd go next door, and I'd grab like good movies. And then one day, I mustered up the courage to to get Caligula. And I put it up to the counter, and Nancy just looked at me, and she just gave me the stink eye, and I was like, mm-hmm, rolling my <laughs> eyes. And then I went home, and I put it in, and Caligula was nothing like they said in Hustler, because they released a VHS version that was not X-rated. Oh. Yeah, so oh. they, didn't, they barely had booby shots in it, and I was like, this is not what I was promised. I'm doing I research on I'd embarrass myself in front of the fat lesbians for nothing. Uh, I'm doing research on the Roman Empire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're not going to be happy about this. Yeah. Uh, Good father or bad father? That's the question here. A guy in Texas is facing felony endangerment charges after he was too drunk to drive, so he had his 13-year-old stepdaughter drive him to get ice cream. (laughs) Does she drive as well as my 14-year-old son? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 13, and he's like, listen, I I need ice cream. I'm telling you that I'm too drunk to drive, but we're having this goddamn ice cream. Stepdaughter drive. Okay, if you you leave the house to go get ice cream, that's bad. But if you were out somewhere and you went to get in the car and he was like, I'm too drunk, you drive. And she knew how to drive, that wouldn't be so bad. So if you're drunk at the house and you're like, I want ice cream. Yeah, if you leave at that point, that's bad. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I let Joey drive me to Starbucks one time. Yeah. And then we got to the drive-thru. I go, we'll go through the drive-thru. We didn't drive here for our health. I want to get coffee. And I told him what I want. He rolled on the window, and he goes, Trenta Cold Brew. I go, why? (laughs) Why?" He goes, I don't know. I feel like I have to deep my way. I go, you think they're going to call the cops? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, you're hilarious. It's funny because if I saw your son driving, I wouldn't think anything of it. If I saw your son walking through the mall and they say, how old is that kid? I'd say, I don't know, probably 19, 20. Yeah, yeah he's you know. not. And, all, and he's a very good driver. And, you know, we've driven on the highway. We've driven in the street. So I feel comfortable with that. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to be like, dude, I'm wasted. Let's go get ice cream. Yeah. Drive. <laughs> yeah maybe Jeremiah's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Uh, there's a 56-year-old guy named Gregory Daly. He's from Oregon. Uh, for the past 26 years, he's been the owner of a health food store in town that sells supplements and organic fruits and vegetables, that type of stuff. But he was just busted for selling something else. Weed. What was he A Weed. Organic weed? No, that's not right. He was selling something else. He has a health food store. Cocaine. Cocaine. Organic. No, no. Yeah, I only like my cocaine organic. Yeah. yeah he yeah. was just busted for selling meth. Oh, oh the store not was rated. Organic. Yeah. The store was rated by the FBI and DEA, and Gregory was arrested on federal meth distribution and possession charges. Uh, no word whether he was selling the meth to customers at his organic grocery store or whether it was like a side thing. Like you go in and ask for, hey, do you have any uh, organic rhubarb? I'm, you know what yeah. I mean? That's like the only non-organic drug. Weed right, grows yeah. in the ground. Cocaine grows in the ground. Heroin. Poppy Acid seeds. grows on trees. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Oh. I had a thought yesterday. <laughs> so a buddy of mine called me and he said, I told you earlier, this player might be coming here and bringing the Stanley Cup. Uh-huh. And I thought, each player gets to take the cup for a little while. Right. And they get to drive around with it. Who's getting a phone call? It was uh, it was Cernak. He's in here fixing some, uh, something. Uh, and I'm like, uh, what if I stole the Stanley Cup? No. <laughs> you should. Like, you should what, if, what, if they, <laughs> what if they put it in this room and you take a picture with it? And then he's like, hey, come look at this. And I'm alone with it. And I pick it up and I take it and I put it in my car and I just leave. Okay. I dare you. <laughs> What's that? I dare you. Well, well, here's the thing, Gio. I was like, what if I have Gio meet me outside, and I yeah. run out, put the cup in his car, and he leaves, and I go back inside, and I go, where's the cup? What happened to the cup? You know, and I, the cops come, and I go, I was with these guys. I have no idea. And the cup is gone, and we managed to steal the cup. What good is having it? Because you can't do anything with right. it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't post pictures. You can't sell it. If nobody's gonna buy it. If you had a buyer prepared and ready to go, like if you knew somebody that was definitely gonna buy it, then that's something. Whatever. But also, I say take the fake one that we have here that we bring out to the lightning games and swap it out. That way, you give yourself a little more time too. Yeah. Yeah. It, in my mind, at the end of that story, I want to Thelma and Louise off the side of a cliff with you, me, and the cup. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would definitely, like, I would like to just pick it up, put it in the car, and then drive around the corner with it and just be like, I stole it for a couple of minutes. But remember, there's that guy that travels with the cup, even when it's with the players. and like No, I don't think cup. so. I think that they, I think each player gets to take it for a day or two, and they they're responsible the f- for it. They get the fake one. Well, it's not a fake one. It's just that there's two. Yeah, yeah. But and the they get to take the one that has the dents in it. Yeah, the fake one. Uh, <laughs> what do you know, think that of... guy that travels with the cup is just sitting on Stamkos's uh, couch at the end there? Just staring at <laughs> him. Yeah. <laughs> at night, Stamkos is in the bed with the cup, and he's sitting at the foot of the bed just staring at him. <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he stammered there. you got six more hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know You're why fine. he's from Chicago. But. You're fine. Back to sleep, Stammy. Back to sleep. Uh, this is pretty funny. You know, you always say, why do you have to bike for charity or run for charity or do this, whatever? Uh, a guy biked. He did this for charity. It was over the course of 36 days to raise money. He biked from 
Poo Poo Point, Washington. <laughs> it's in Washington State to Pee Pee Creek in Stop. Ohio. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Poo Poo Point. Poo Poo to Pee Pee? Yep. Poo Poo Point in Washington State to Pee Pee Creek in Ohio. Ladies, you know you don't go from Poo Poo to Pee Pee. You go from Pee Pee to Poo Poo and <laughs> yeah. you don't want to get an infection. Uh, he did it over a course of 36 days it took him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you funny. going? Uh, I just left Poo Poo. I'm going to Pee Pee. <laughs> that, he did, it took him 36 days just so he could say that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the Lightning had their big parade. They had the uh, boat parade thing, and then they were out at Raymond James Stadium, and there was a ton of different video of the guys celebrating, drinking a lot, having a blast, doing all kind of things. But I thought this one kind of encompassed everything. It's Steven Stamkos talking at Raymond James Stadium, uh, and here it is. It's a little difficult to hear because of the echo, because of the uh, microphone, but uh, we also have it on Bone TV. Take a listen to this. Here we go. I was so nervous watching the last two minutes of the final game, but it was all worth it, man. To watch these guys, to watch our whole team win the Stanley Cup, it's a dream come true. And I'm so proud of each and every single person within this organization. I know we've said it so many times, but Mr. Vinick, you started it. You started the culture that we have on this team, and it's not only the players that you see on the ice, but it's the community around us. And I don't give a s*** what people say about Florida or hockey, but this is the best hockey town ever. That's awesome. Yeah, he said, I don't give a S what anybody says. This is the best hockey town ever. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I love that they love living here. I love that a lot of the players retire here, and uh, and this is good. Good for them. I'm happy for them. Uh, I like seeing the different players kissing Vinick. <laughs> that <Yeah>. was pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. But, you know, he's right. I mean, it starts with him. Sure. And, it, it you know, it radiates out from the owner, and he is... He's a great owner uh, of this team. He's what you want in your in your franchise. So uh, that you know, people question me and they get mad at me all the time. Like, why don't you support the Rays? It starts there. It starts with the ownership. Uh, and, does anybody want to tell Carmen she was right? Ooh, about what? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I don't even know. <laughs> Thanks to COVID, Sunday's game between the Steelers and the Titans is being pushed back. <laughs> To Monday yeah. or Tuesday, they say. So this is the first step. It's being pushed back. And then next week, we don't have, you know, nine of the teams playing. Yep. <laughs> you know, and then halfway So why through. don't they just swap out the bye week? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because they probably don't have the same bye week. Oh, that's true. Uh, thank you, Carmen. Uh, yeah. Again. <laughs> Carmen's right again. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. hope it's Tuesday. Yeah, I don't we'd care. Have, I'm not mad at that. I have a Monday, Thursday through Tuesday yeah, of football. We'd have Monday night football, Tuesday night football, then Thursday night football, then right back into the weekend. But yeah, here's, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But That'd here's the thing, because they're pushing it back because there's a number of players that have it, probably a few starting players, and normally what takes anywhere between a week to 14 days to get rid of it, so you're going to tell me in just two extra days, the their top players are gonna, not going to have it anymore. Right, right. You can't, yeah. you can't predict that. You can't say that. So it's going to probably get pushed back again if they're starting whatever still Stop. has it. What are you doing? Why are you trying yeah. to ruin football? Hey, <laughs> I am just explaining. It's bad enough that everybody was breathing on our seats at Raymond James Stadium yesterday. <laughs> if Tom Brady gets sick, I'm going to go punch every one of those people in the face. They're not home this week, are they, though? Yeah. Yes. Oh, they are? Yeah, that's what it is. I'm scrambling to get tickets because I want to go to the oh, game. Oh, they better it's sanitize the Chargers? that place. Chargers? Yes. They're playing? Yeah. Yes. I've exhausted every outlet. Did you watch any of the ceremony last night? 
I didn't see any masks in Raymond James. No. And everyone had those little... Phase three. Yeah. They were separated, though. I did see that. Like, it wasn't a packed house. Okay, but so. they, they were separated. No, I Look, there's only so much you could do, and I'm glad that they did it, so I'm not complaining about it. Yeah. But they were separated by, like, seats, but not rows. Yeah. And there were people, like, a row behind or two rows behind. I mean, it's all, what do you think all that all the germs are going? Yeah. They're just staying in front of you? But hopefully I, they just go sanitize the whole thing. You know, yeah. it is outside. I'm not worried about Raymond James Stadium. I was joking, but the people... That were there. I mean, I feel confident going to places because I have antibodies, but I don't. <laughs> I would be. Uh, what? What are you laughing at? Not how it works. It is how it works. It's not. Explain why it's not. Because there's more than one strain. So just because you have one strain of the antibodies doesn't mean you can't get it a different one. And so those, I will be yeah. the third known case in the world to get it twice? And those antibodies only last for a certain amount of time, so you don't know how long you have them. The well, the good thing is, Calvin, is that as an antibody holder, I've been donating plasma. And every time I do, they give me an update on my blood work, and I still have antibodies. And your system is getting weakened because you're taking out so much blood. Man, you you really want to get it again, don't you? I, you really want I, me to die. I, I'm kidding. I do keep looking online to see if there's people reporting, like, getting it for a second time, and I've yet to find that. Like, I just, three don't, people. I just don't think they're reporting it. So my son is home for two days sick from school. And he had it, and he had antibodies, and he's home from school. But he has an average, he's like a common cold. He's got a sore throat and a cough, and he's got no fever. So without COVID being on our mind, he's just a regular sick kid. So that's that was my first thought, too. Holy crap, did he get it again? Did he pick it up from somebody from school? What's going on? But he seems that he has no symptoms of anything of COVID. He just has a cough and a cold that I don't want him to get other people sick, so we're just keeping him home for a day or two. Young, healthy, strong yeah. immune system. Yeah, nope. doing two a days. <laughs> what do you say? Just like me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is Carmen trying to say there? Wow. So wow. thanks to COVID, they're pushing back some of the, uh, well, the Steelers and Titans game uh, Monday or Tuesday. But now, for the first time this season, Major League Baseball will allow fans for both National League Championship Series and the World Series. They'll be kept away from the field as games will also be happening in the bubble. Uh, where, though? Where? What do you mean? Well, like, where is the World Series going to happen if it's in the bubble? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, no. They say that they'll be keeping away from the field as the games will also... Oh, they'll all be happening in the bubble. Where's the... I don't know. Where are they playing? I'm not I a know, baseball I mean, guy. Like, here, we got a dome. So what do they do? They keep it all in the dome? I mean, are outside stadiums better? Yeah, they say What'd outside say? is better. Because of the airflow, but it doesn't matter. My whole my whole thing is if they have fans for uh, the World Series and the Rays make the World Series, which is a possibility, and you bitches go to that game, you are the most bandwagony fans ever. Oh, you ever. know ever, yeah, one hundred percent ever. The one good thing about the about the Lightning not playing here for the Stanley Cup is you didn't have to see all those girls wearing uh, UGGs and uh, jerseys <laughs> with the bedazzled yeah. numbers on them. And when I say girls, I'm talking about like 40-something-year-old broads who are going to their first hockey game for the Stanley Cup. Uh, I got to tell you, the last uh, few days, I've seen a lot of uh, lightning flags on cars that didn't have them on there before. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not so <laughs> mad at that, though, because you are you watch the games on TV, and now you have something to celebrate, so you put it on, and you're driving around, and you're saying, hey, Dominus Fabiscus Lightning. You know, I'm not so mad at that, Calvin. It's but, the people who've never gone to a game that show up at the World Series. I'm like, oh, my God, let's go raise. You don't know. <laughs> but also, the Lightning games are always packed. Every yeah. game is o always right. packed. Whereas right. the Rays game, nobody's going to those, and all of a sudden, everybody's pretending to be baseball fans. 
and and I would listen to uh, Jack Harris, the, who is you know a legend in this market, and who they actually run the Lightning games, and he would get on the air and he would say. Oh, I bet it's going to be like uh, when we play the Flyers, there'll be a sea of orange jerseys there. It's not. There are some uh, opposing fans there, but for the most part, I would say it's it's an for most teams it's an eighty twenty split on Lightning fans. I mean, you look up in the in the rafters and there's there's blue as far as you can see. And what fun would it be if there were no opposing fans there? Like I enjoy the fact that there's some leftover Flyers fans or Red Wings fans are there. It's it's what makes the uh, game exciting, you know. Back a little back and forth action. The World Series bubble is at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. All right, go Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mike, you got your, uh, what did you get? The roast or the brisket the other day? I got my brisket from Snow's Barbecue with extra Tootsie Sweat on it. Now, do they season that or put any sauce on it, or what do they do? Do you they, know? According to the documentary, the only seasoning they use is salt and pepper. Really? Yep, and it, and I didn't add anything to it, and I didn't put any sauce on it. All I did was warm it up. Interesting. So, is it like the meat that's so special? They, the like way they the, cook it. Okay. So they put enough salt and pepper on it, and then when they the way that they cook it in their fire pit is, is it, it makes wood it so or is soft. it charcoal or it's it's wood. So hot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then when they send it, they freeze wrap it, and they send it in a giant styrofoam cooler with two blocks. I will tell you, when I opened it, it was still cold inside, and uh, the brisket was kind of it wasn't frozen, but it was pretty solid. Yeah. And I let it thaw out, and they give you warming instructions. You put it on a tray with a little bit of water, and you cover it in aluminum foil, and you put it in the oven, and you, they say keep it there until you get it as hot as you want it. So I put it on 300 for about 20 minutes, and it was perfect. Well, I don't know whether you want to try it or not, you know, doing different stuff, but Mountain Dew-flavored hot sauce is on the way. Uh, they let people vote on Twitter for the type of pepper they should use. Habaneros won. It's not clear uh, when they'll start selling it, but it is a limited edition thing for right now. Mountain dew flavored Flavored hot sauce. Too sweet. I don't like too sweet. That just sounds disgusting. Uh, Candy sales were up 26% in September this year compared to September of last year. And 62, I'm sorry, 62% of people bought Halloween candy just to eat themselves. Yeah, buddy. I'm not mad at you for that. One for you, three for me. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wing locations around the country are holding a contest on Sunday night to see who can hold a stein of beer out the longest, uh, and then someone's going to win a chance to go to Oktoberfest next year. So if you think you're good at that. Straight out. Yeah. yeah I know Bert hard. did it before. Yeah, it's hard. hard. To do. Yeah. yeah. You Your think that oh, gets no tired real quick. Yeah, and yeah. especially those beer steins, some of them are big, and if they're full of beer, yeah. I mean, even those little, have you ever seen the challenges where you just hang oh yeah you got to hold yourself but you don't have to pull yourself up now then you just hang on a bar for like two minutes when i was out uh, in uh, vegas for the marathon they had that and if you could do it for two minutes you won some like earbuds or whatever everybody was trying people who looked yeah. like they were in fantastic shape and it was like 43 seconds nope done oh, yeah. you know that yeah. is hard that's crazy uh, today is another day, a national day. Anybody want to guess what it is? It's uh, getting nice out. It's October. Today is National Hot. Skeleton Day. No. Hot cocoa. No. Pumpkin spice. You better believe uh, it. You better uh, believe it, GL. Happy National Pumpkin Spice Day. Disgusting. Mm. Uh, by the way, Spanish, you say National Skeleton Day. Has everybody seen the big uh, uh, decoration for this year? It's either Lowe's or Home Depot has a 20-foot skeleton. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. No. yeah. A big giant skeleton that everybody's taking and putting <laughs> in their yard. I wish I liked Halloween because I would do more of that. One of the things that I saw that I thought was amazing was uh, 
they sell these projection these project these projectors that you put like inside your dining yes, room yes and onto your window and it looks like it, a ghost is in your window i know I, I i in my old neighborhood i drove by and some guy had one and i was talking to him and he goes i saw them online they were selling them for like hundreds of dollars and he goes i just went out and bought a projector and it was you know for like 20 bucks and projected it on a white screen in front of my window and that's how i did it i was like that's brilliant yeah i also saw the pumpkins that have it almost looks like it's projected on the pumpkin but it's from yeah. inside where their mouths yeah. move and they look around and stuff mm-hmm. looks pretty cool i would definitely want to get one of those uh you made me think of something oh my wife of course already has my the wife. whole has the whole uh, house decorated for halloween <laughs> she Carmen said to my me wife, you? yeah she did <laughs> she said to me last week it was like uh thursday or something and she goes Hey, when should I decorate for Halloween? I go, I don't know. I would wait until at least October, so sometime like next week or whatever. And she goes, yeah, I'm going to do it this weekend. I go, well, then why do you even ask me? (laughs) A lot of people are. I think people want something so bad. You know, they haven't been able to do anything with COVID. They want something so bad they're Mm. already putting it up. I just just don't like Halloween. Yeah. I really don't. It scares me, and uh, (laughs) I don't like scary stuff. Like uh, November 1st when it's gone, I'm like, put Thanksgiving stuff up. Let's go. I don't like being scared, but I do like dressing up and going to parties. Take you know? the skeleton and death out of it. It's fun. Yeah. Leave it, all that spooky stuff in. I don't like it. it I'm with you. I love when girls dress up as slutty things. Yeah. I yeah, push my boobs best. up to my chin. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. up? Yeah, push them up to my chin. <laughs> <laughs> construction worker. Slutty construction worker. Yeah. <laughs> teacher. Yeah, slutty teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new study found that the average American has watched 20 movies over the past two months, which is about one every three days. Uh, the average person has binged four shows in that time as well. Yeah, I'll tell you, I wouldn't be surprised if this whole pandemic was uh, organized by Netflix. Could <laughs> <laughs> be. I mean, I, I would have to say that we've watched more Netflix now than ever before. Yeah. 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 Uh, got a little bit of uh, this for you right now is oh yeah not only the lightning but ACDC is coming back with new music and some familiar faces the group announced the return of frontman Brian Johnson bassist Cliff Williams and drummer Phil Rudd are you ready? Wrote the group on social media with a photo of the band's fresh lineup. We have up there on Bone TV. Johnson on lead vocals, Williams on bass, Rudd on drums, Stevie Young on rhythm guitar, who is Angus's nephew, and Angus Young on lead guitar. Now is he's back. Stevie related to Malcolm? Yeah. It's his son, or uh, it may be. Yeah, Stevie's the nephew. I think. Uh, let me see how they're related. Yeah. Uh, because I, I want to say... There is another brother. Yeah. I met Angus's brother at, uh, at at the show in Chicago, and he's like the he's like if Angus had a real job, he was wearing a suit. <laughs> so he could be that guy's son. Uh, Stevie is, let's see, blah, 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 uh, official member. Uh, he replaced uncle, his uncle, Malcolm. Okay. Who retired due to dementia and then obviously passed away. So then away. he's probably that guy's son. So and I, and if it's Angus, I imagine the other guy's name is uh, Mangus Krangus. Krangus. Probably. Krangus. That's how uh, they named them. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, we heard before that they're going to have uh, a lot of uh, rhythm tracks from Malcolm on the album because they had been recording stuff uh, prior to his death. Mm-hmm. So they'll have some of that stuff on there. But that's pretty cool to have uh, ACDC back with new music. And hopefully a tour would be fantastic. I would imagine if they're going to come out with a new album, they have to come up with a tour, and I think it would be great. I don't know. 
like like we get along really well here. But if I got sick for a little while and I was like, hey, I need to take a couple of weeks off, and you guys were like, cool, and then you went out and hired a new guy. I know. And we're like, we're going to do the show for the rest of the year with the new guy. And I'm like, but I just said I needed some time off, and I needed to figure something out. And you guys hired, and then you guys were like, we're taking the show on the road. And I go, well, what? hold on a second. I, I remember I, I was the one. And you know, and then and then when it's over, you guys are like, all right, well, we can go back to do it again. I, I don't know if I'd be like, okay, great. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, that would really bother me, but Brian Johnson seems to not care about it. It's a weird situation, and, we, you know, we don't know exactly what happened. We heard some inside stuff that uh, seemed like it was a pretty rude, you know, way to do it and stuff, so who knows. Mm. But I'm, uh, gl- I'm glad they're back together. I have to tell you, um, I think one of the best inventions ever, ever, is the ring doorbell. Oh, yeah. My uh, wife... My wife. Thank you. Uh, she texts me. We're waiting for a a furniture delivery today, and she's like, "They're they're here early, and I have to take the kids to school." And I'm like, "Well, I'm in the middle of doing the show." And she goes, "I told them to just deliver it and uh, just close the door when they leave." And I was like, "Okay." So I'm just while I'm talking to you, I'm sitting here just watching them bring it in the house through the ring doorbell. It alerts me and where they go. The other day, I almost had a. I, I thought it was coming down, man. Um, I got an alert on my door that there was somebody there, and I looked down, and it looked like Woody Harrelson in that movie, which is a big old lizard hunter in a in a leather cowboy hat. And I went, oh, this guy's not, he's not here for me, I can assure you of that. Yeah. And then when he left, instead of going down the driveway, he went up the driveway, and I was like, oh, boy. So I flipped on the ADT, and I, I followed him around my house. The camera turned on, he just went to the wrong house. He was spraying chemicals on the lawn, and he went mm-hmm. to my, it was for my neighbors, but he came to my house. But it's that technology that I absolutely love, that I'm able to just... I was in the middle of doing something so far away. I would never know that that guy was even here. You say, you, if you're worried about uh, getting packages for Christmas, this is the thing you want, is the ring doorbell. I'm not I'm not doing a commercial, by the way. I just love mine. I've had it for so many years. I, got, I actually don't even have the doorbell. I have the floodlight. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so it, the minute you approach, it turns on the light, and then I could hear everything, and I could see everything. And then you're going to wind up getting the uh, drones... Man, that was the coolest thing ever. Can you just imagine you're you're going to rob a house and all of a sudden you're mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all this fly guys, around you? The guy that invented the ring doorbell, he took it on Shark Tank. Yeah, and all the sharks turned him down. Yeah, and then he went on and ended up selling it. And now it's he's crazy. It's, he's like a billionaire. I wonder yeah. why. I wonder why they why they didn't see the vision. Yeah, they said that it just wouldn't scale properly and blah 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 this and that. But then they wound up. I think Kevin. Uh, wound up meeting up with him later in investing, but then yeah. they wound up having him back on as a shark because now yeah. he's such a success. And probably at that time, who knows how big Amazon was or how like his actual finances were because they take a lot of that into consideration. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like how much money they're going to make behind the scenes. I, I bought um, one years and years ago in my old house, and uh, I got an email and they said, "Hey, we're, we had such great success." If anybody has a school charity function or something where they'd want one to do an auction, let, let us know. So I was putting together one for my son's school, and they actually sent me another one. And they wrote a letter, and they were like, we were overwhelmed. We were planning on giving out like a 1,000 of them, and we ended up getting like 10,000 requests, and we're fulfilling all the requests. So they must have done great. Oh, they must nice. have done really well, See, yeah. My landlord won't buy us one. So. Why can't you? Uh, I'll buy it for you. Well, that's what I, I was going to buy it, and then I'll just take it to the next place. But also, I'm just... I'm just too lazy. I, I like, you su- to I like surprises. You say to your landlord, will you buy us this, this 
for protection, and he says no? Well, I just said we've had some packages taken from our front porch, and and then I sent him the link. I said these are highly recommended and pretty inexpensive, and he goes, you live in a gated community. You don't need it. Oh. Well, so I, you know what that means. Neighbors are stealing your packages. Yeah, or because we've had a lot of kids recently move in, but mm-hmm. we also have a group of homeless people that live in be- in the woods in between our apartment complex and yeah. the apartment complex next to us. There's like four or five of them, so we think it's some of them that take our stuff and then try to sell it. Can I tell you, I will not give out any of the details on the air if you're listening, but uh, a friend of mine has come up with a way to come up with something for your home to protect that. It's not electronic. For what? Ho- homeless for, people? For receiving packages. Oh, okay. And uh, it's a brilliant idea. It's a brilliant idea that could be done on new construction and on existing homes. And it is a brilliant idea that will stop uh, packages from getting stolen. See, I thought about buying one of those little like benches for outside our house, but that you can like lift up the seat and then just leaving... Um, inside the bench? Yeah, and then just leaving a message for the Amazon people to leave our packages inside yeah, the bench. No but kid will ever look inside the bench. But that's what I'm saying. But then I have to buy the bench, which is like 50 bucks, or I could just buy the ring doorbell for 100 Jerry Seinfeld yeah. says about that whenever you go to the beach and you put your wallet in your shoe, he goes, what kind of criminal mastermind could <laughs> penetrate this fortress? <laughs> Oh, the uh, Amazon Prime Day is coming up, and those always go on sale. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be looking. Uh, trust me. I've thought about it. It's just also, I don't really order that much stuff. And most of my packages come when I'm at home. Yeah. Uh, I saw where a guy, a uh, delivery guy, uh, went to deliver something. Instead of putting it on the porch, he wrote a note and threw it into the bedroom window. The guy found it on his bed, and he was like, hey, I was going to leave this on the porch, but I didn't want anybody to steal it, so I saw your window was open <laughs> on the second floor. So he wrote the note on there and then threw it up into the window and landed right on the bed. That's funny. Which is great if he does that instead of knocking over the fish tank or whatever, you know, yeah. if he throws it in there. Right, but also what if it's a breakable, like it's a bunch of glass, like mugs or yeah. something, and then you do it. Uh, hey, Joe, I sent you another video, so if you can get that ready to go here in a little bit. Uh, also, we're three minutes away from the keyword where you could win $1,000, so make sure you keep listening to that. Two minutes away now. By uh, speaking of Seinfeld, yeah, I had uh, Mark Norman on the podcast What's last the night. What's the deal with Mark Norman? <laughs> well, you know, Seinfeld said on the Mets game one yes. time, they asked him who his you know, favorite comedians are, and he said there's a kid named Mark Norman that I really like, and Mark Norman blew up, and he went on the road with Jerry, and then he told us on our show. Very specific rules. Right. That Jerry had a bunch of rules and what you should wear and how long you should be, and Mark screwed up one night, and uh, but Jerry you know, forgave him and moved on, and he said he thinks his relationship with Jerry is ruined now. He said because... What? Because Mark likes to get drunk and text Jerry things. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, no. I go, what are you texting him? And he goes, I don't know, jokes, Jew jokes? I don't know. And I go, <laughs> what? what did you say? He goes, I, don't, I didn't text him anything rude. He goes, but I think I just overstepped our friendship. I said, you know, I would just text him things about the Mets losing. And, you know, and I go, what happens? He goes, nothing. He didn't respond. I've not heard back from him. And I go... I go. Are you, what are you? Are you trying to get movie roles from? He goes. Yeah, I think so. I go. Did you? Did you text him and go? You know, I. I would like to be on that comedian's cars show. And he goes. Yeah, I texted him one time and I was like, "Hey, I like coffee. What is that? A car you have?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And the Dude, good thing the about best. the good thing about Mark is. Mark doesn't care. Like, he owns it all. Like, I would have just been like, nah, things are good between me and Seinfeld. And then I would have went inside and been like, oh, God, I screwed that relationship up. But Mark's just like, ah, whatever. Which, he goes, and then he told me, he goes, one time I farted in front of Louie, and Louie got mad at me for three days. 
<laughs> Which Jerry seems like a douche. Uh, I don't no. think he's a douche. I think he's probably just get, inundated. Well, you know? that, yeah, and I get that. You know, he's been popular and famous for so long, and it, yeah, it's pro- it probably gets annoying. But when you invite someone into your circle like that, it- I'll explain to you exactly what it is because I'm a big Seinfeld fan, have been for a long time. But first, we have to do this. Obviously, this is all about money. This hour's bone bonus keyword is bills. <laughs> Text BILLS to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and, and go, go get, get your, your thousand, thousand bucks. bucks. Powered by Achieve a Credit Union. There you go. Good luck, everybody. So yeah. I think the deal with Seinfeld, and you think, okay, he's got all these rules and all this stuff. He's so analytical. That's what makes him such a great comedian is he can, the phrase and the word and this and everything so important. There was a guy who said that he had a joke about a dog. He said, and the joke never really worked. He goes, but I liked the joke, and I kept it in my act because I thought it was funny, and it made me laugh. He goes, Seinfeld saw me, and he goes, when you do that joke, he goes, instead of tilting your head to the left, tilt it to the right like you're the dog. He goes, that joke is now the best joke in my set. He goes, because wow. of that one little thing that Jerry noticed and did that. So whenever he tells you to wear the black suit and wave with your left hand and do all this stuff, people think, what a douche. But look who's the most famous comedian of all time. Yeah, I get it. But are you, like, what? You just want an army of everyone just like you? You have to let people be individuals. If if you're doing, if you're opening for him and you're doing his show, this is how he wants it run. This is how he wants it. All right, so let me me put it in in a different way. Uh, You know, remember when Hoppy first got to the station and he was Hoppy? Like, now now he's he's a young man. But he was still, he was like, hey... Hey, bro, I'm going to come around, and can I do this, and can I do that? And you're like, all right, relax, Hoppy. I get it. You're excited. You're new. Uh, imagine that times two million. Yeah. That's what he has to deal with well, all the time. Like he said, I get it. I understand that. But once you inv- – like, that was Hoppy before he was in the circle. You know what I mean? That was right. That was Hoppy trying to breach the circle. Mark Norman is now in his circle because he does, he has opened up for him. He has – he has a better relationship with than most. You know what I mean? So to always be on edge or always have to, like, think about that, I just feel like that is where it gets a little douchey. But you have to conduct yourself properly. The people who have been in our circle who are no longer in our circle because we're like, oh, that was a mistake. (laughs) You know, we don't want them around or associated with us anymore. If you can't make the right decision while you're in the circle, then you don't deserve to be in the circle. Right, but if it's also private text messages, you know, sometimes you just be like, ooh, maybe... Maybe not that one, buddy, yeah. or something. You don't got to, like, shun them or push them out for one misstep in private. Uh, so I know that you tweeted about it last night, Mike, and I don't know whether you know who the reveal was. The mass Singer? Ooh. I know the one that they revealed last night. Okay. Well, then don't say anything, and I'll see if the other guys can guess, because on the mass Singer last night, the Gremlin yeah. self-eliminated. Yeah. Oh. So and also, I'm going to explain this to you after Galvin tells you who it was. This was the uh, person who uh, self-eliminated herself, and this is it up on Moan TV. Joe, do you have that ready to go? You want you you want the video, right? Yep. Just start from the beginning. We'll play it together. Here we go. This is uh, from the Mass Singer. Wait, Gremlin, what are you doing? I want to take this off right now. What's happening? The Gremlin's telling me he wants to take this off. It's too damn hot. Minute black. I need some help. What is happening? I say let's go. We've lost 
Stop it real quick. Stop. Don't show who it is. Oh, Too late. Joe's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. You told me you were going to stop. Can I take a guess? I know, but you what? know, I Can thought, I guess? Yeah, guess with the picture. <laughs> uh, is it Mickey Rourke? That's Justin Bieber. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Who in a million years thought Mickey Rourke would be on there? Not because he's such a famous celebrity. I mean, he is a famous celebrity, but also, who the hell thinks Mickey Rourke is going on The Masked Singer? No, because I think Mickey Rourke is perfect for The Masked Singer. He's a nobody now. No, he had, but, a, he had but, three years of resurgence, and he's a nobody. No, but what I'm saying is, could you imagine asking Mickey Rourke? He'd go, what are you, what are you talking about? So what this is, is Shut up and punch you. you and know what this I mean? is why he was on one episode. Somebody said, if you just come out and do one episode, then you could take your mask off, and nobody has to... You don't have to stay. They didn't back set that up, week. Mike. Didn't you hear them? They couldn't believe it. I mean, I mean, Galvin, the acting is so poor that it oh. should let you know that they know who all of the they oh, know absolutely. who all of the people are. This is the fakest show on television. Well, well, what is happening? Oh, you can't take it off. You oh, can't do that. This isn't the time. Oh my God! And somebody guessed that it was Mickey Rourke too. Oh yeah, yeah. I love how they always get the mask stuck. They're always like pulling it like they yeah. can't get it off. Right. Oh no! Somebody help me! So terrible. And then and then this guy is Nick. Whatever his face is, is like my good friend Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah, really? I thought he wasn't doing that anymore though. I thought they were getting a new host because of everything. No, he's fine. Going he around. can say he, he hates can, Jews. Yeah, he yeah. can hate Jews and white people oh. and everything else. It's fine for him. It's good. Yeah. Radio yeah. won't allow it, but television. No, he's, he's good. Probably good with radio too. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's back on the radio. Yeah, doesn't, oh. doesn't yeah. matter. Okay. Just say terrible stuff, and he can stay on there. <laughs> uh, Oscar Isaac is going to play Francis Ford Coppola, and Jake, and Jake Gyllenhaal is going to play producer Robert Evans in Francis and the Godfather. That's going to be, be so good. Yeah, it's going to be about the legendary, expensive, and uh, wild behind-the-scenes battles that went on into making the 1972 classic, The Godfather. But I think both those actors are perfect for the roles. Yeah. It's yeah. Be great. Uh, Robert Evans is great. If you've never seen, there's a documentary called The Kid Stays in the Picture. It's a really interesting documentary, uh, and he just seems like such a cool guy. I remember Craig Kilborn used to have him on a lot. Yep. Yeah, The Kid Stays in the Picture is, is easy to watch. You don't have to know anything about Robert Evans, but you really get sucked into uh, his life and, and the people around him and what he did in, in movies. And <laughs> and he narrates it himself, and he has yeah. such a great voice. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> He's got a really cool voice. Uh, I have some new music for you guys. <gasps> good. Yeah. Yes. New music from somebody who is a singer, and she's Ooh. a fantastic singer. This is uh, new from, let's see, what is the, uh, it's a new breakup song called oh. I Still Have Me. I'm going to play it for you. you guys. Calvin, yeah? can I ask you uh, if we can take a break and play it when we come back? Absolutely. All right, because that's the last thing we have? Uh, no, we have one more thing. I have a list for okay. you of the uh, celebrity brands who makes the most off of their brand. You know, So if they have some sort of liquor, if they have shoes or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, let's take a break, and we'll do that when we come back. Okay. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.